Amen, amen, amen. Why don't we just take a moment and worship the Lord right where you are, in your living room, in your vehicle. Would you just take a moment and elevate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords right where you are? Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this day. We celebrate all of your grace and goodness and power and mercy demonstrated in our life. God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that your hand will be upon us right now. Let our hearts be open and sensitive to you right now. Lord, in the mighty and precious name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, God. We give you glory and honor right now in Jesus name in the name of Jesus Christ amen 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 I am so glad that you have tuned in today I believe in God for a miracle a breakthrough I want to encourage someone to tell you that Jesus Christ is able to do all things today as we begin to place our faith in the Lord as we begin to place our trust in God we believe that God is able to do all things amen his power can be made real in our life today so today we celebrate all that he is about to do in your life and in your circumstance right now in Jesus name in the mighty name of Jesus Christ amen I'm about to share with you a secret that will reveal really just how much of a nerd that I can be at times growing up I loved to play many strategy type games and one of the main ones was a game called chess now uh, you know, a great game of chess. Now, look, it can take forever. It can take hours to play a great game of chess. I learned at a very young age that you're going to have to think at least 10 moves ahead if you want to be a great or even just a good chess player. You're going to have to think many moves in advance. Not only that, you've got to be able to look at the many possible scenarios. Now, for those of you that may have never played chess before, maybe know that in chess, there's a lot of pieces on that board and they all move at different velocities and all move in different ways. Each piece from pawns to bishops, well, they all move in different ways from diagonally to horizontally. There's even a knight that moves two spaces forward and then a couple spaces, one space across. Then there's the most important piece on the board. It's called the king. The game is over when you can no longer move your king. And so when your opponent traps you and he's got you in somewhat of a box from other pieces on the board, that's the moment you are in danger of hearing those fatal words, checkmate. At that point, shut it all down because the game is over. Sometimes, doesn't it feel like right now that we are in the middle of some cosmic game, that the enemy of our soul moves things around, all around us to try and trap us. It feels like a perfect storm brewing all around us. People are confused. There's people that are angry. There's some folks that are depressed, fed up with the messiness of absolutely everything around us. You see, the enemy is trying to trap us in a checkmate scenario. Satan is trying to get us into a no-win situation, a situation where we can't see any way 
out. But can I encourage someone today? Can I tell someone today that the King of Kings, that the Lord of Lords, that he still has a move. Amen. Jesus Christ is with us. Jesus Christ is for us. And he's about to bring about supernatural transformation in our lives. Would you receive that right now? That God is able, that God is about to do great things in our circumstances, even right now. Amen. Because you see, my faith is not tied up to what I see in the natural. My faith is tied to the eternal promises of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Because Jesus is both Savior and Jesus is the King today. Amen. We know Jesus is our Savior today. He conquered death, hell in the grave in one moment. Calvary, it demonstrates the lengths that He would go to save us from our sins. The Bible says that He bore our griefs, that He carries our sorrows. Amen. He has redeemed us from the clutches of sin and shame today. The power of the cross. It provides us the means of our salvation. The finished work of Calvary demonstrates how much God loves us. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise God. We celebrate that today and we receive that with gladness and boldness today. Amen. But in our world today, are we content allowing Jesus to only be our Savior without allowing Him to be Lord and King? We're grateful for salvation, but being a Christ follower means living a transformed life. There is coming a day when the entire world will know Jesus as both Savior and King. Amen. Today I'd like to read from Revelation chapter 19, beginning at verse 11. Verse 11, it reads this way, I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges the wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire on his head are many crowns and he has a name written on him that no one knows but himself he is dressed in a robe dipped in blood and his name is the word of God the armies of heaven were following him riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen white and clean coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty on his robe and on his thigh. He has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen. Jesus Christ is King of Kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Today, I'd like to preach about this thought. The king still has 
a move. Amen. Would you tell that to your neighbor right beside you? Would you declare that together? That the King, Jesus Christ, that He still has a move. Oh, I'm thankful for that today. I celebrate the goodness of God, the power of the Lord to know that He is able to do all things and He's about to do great things right before our eyes. One day we will see the power of Jesus' kingdom manifest right before us. The first time Jesus came to the earth, he was a child born in a meager stable, in a manger. He lived a very humble life. The suffering servant was led to Calvary as the lamb slain for humanity's sins. When Jesus returns to the earth again, he will come in power riding a white horse with the armies of heaven all with him. There will be no mistake at that moment, on that glorious day, he will be king of kings and declared Lord of lords. The reason is because the king still has a final move. Your king will not be cornered today. He will never be outmaneuvered today. That move will ultimately deliver us from the penalty of sin. He will finally subdue the evil in the world and will destroy the forces of darkness once and for all. Praise God. What looked like destruction what looked like confusion and defeat will one day be turned around. What looked like a no-win situation will one day become a glorious victory for Jesus Christ, our Lord, His kingdom, and all who follow Him. Amen. I want to be counted in that number. Amen. I want to follow Jesus with my everything, with my heart's desire to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, understanding that all these things will one day be added to me. I trust in God's power and God's grace today. Amen. Amen. And amen. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9, it reads this way. Therefore, God also has exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Those in heaven, those on the earth, and those under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior today. Amen. He represents a kingdom that's not formed by human hands. And one day every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So today, I'm challenging us to make Jesus both King and Savior in our life. Amen. Make Jesus both King and Savior today. I believe there's no greater message that I can preach today than this. It's time to repent. Amen. It is time to repent. You see, we want the blessings of Jesus being our Savior without fully surrendering our lives to his lordship. All too often, we want the benefits of being in relationship with the Lord without submitting to his will, his ways, his kingdom, and his word. 
And so today I'm challenging the church. I'm challenging every person that is listening to this sermon today. Would you right now begin to pray? Would you begin to seek the face of God and begin to pray and ask God to forgive us right now? Lord, I pray right now that you will forgive us. We must repent of the things that have distracted us from following after him, following after his lordship and reign in our lives. Instead, we must be governed by heavenly perspectives today, amen, rather than the trappings of this world. We must commit to obeying the word of God, obeying the Lord today. We must ask God to forgive us of wanting the blessings of salvation without living out a consecrated life, submitted to his lordship. We think more highly of our own thoughts and plans more than we think of doing things God's way. To follow Jesus means that we have to surrender to his lordship. That's why Jesus began his ministry with a call to repentance in the gospels. So how do we follow him? How do we allow Jesus to be both Lord and King in our lives? We must completely surrender to him. Repentance means to be changed. We must change our minds, our will, our purpose, our direction. When Jesus is both Savior and King in our lives. It means I will change my allegiance. Amen. It's time to change our allegiance today. In medieval times, when a king would enter the room, everybody in the court, well, they paid reverence. They paid him respect. The palace would follow the king's decree. The people of the land would align with the king's values. They would hang on every word he would say with the intent to allow the king's will or declarations to come to fruition. If Jesus is the king, then he deserves honor. He deserves loyalty and obedience. We're called to live under his authority, to call to live under his power. We're called to do what Jesus is calling us to do. Commit to it, period, end of discussion. That's the point of the often repeated prayer in Matthew chapter 6. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. But if we want his kingdom to come, it starts with his command to die daily. Luke chapter 9 and verse 23 shares. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. This is the opposite of easy believism. A disciple must deny him or herself. A disciple must renounce claims to his or her own life. A disciple must be willing to say no to his or her own desires and dreams and goals. 
must say no to self-gratifying direction and outcomes for life. They must disregard themselves and reject living life for their own pleasure, their own satisfaction. It's an immediate decision. It's a permanent decision. It's an ongoing daily decision, the Bible says. One author described self-denial as a sustained willingness to say no to self in order to be able to say yes to God. It's a denial of self, a self-denial. What it really means is a sustained willingness to say no to self in order to be able to say yes to God. Amen. I want to say yes to Jesus today. Amen. I want to say yes to his will and ways in my life. I want God to be the one to receive the glory through my life. This is impossible to do in the flesh. It's not our natural bent as a human being because we often want to live for self. We want to live for ourselves. This is the human heart at its core. Self-interest, self-preservation. But kingdom people submit their own will to the will of the king. Amen. Why don't you tell someone right now, hey, I want to be a kingdom person today. I want to be a kingdom man of God, a kingdom woman of God. Why don't you take a moment, type that in the comments and say, hey, I am a kingdom person today. I am a kingdom believer today. Amen. Amen. And amen. When Jesus is Savior and King in our lives, it means I change my expectations. I change my expectations. Can I speak to the elephant in the room right now? <laughs> when we talk about the power and might, the kingdom of Jesus Christ, sometimes it's hard to fully believe it because we don't always see it happening in the here and the now. What do I mean? Well, I mean that we can still see every sickness we still see sickness today that isn't healed on this side of glory. That the power of evil is alive and well. That pain, suffering, sorrow, and shame are very real experiences. And some days we wonder, we consider that if the light in us is there, is it really brighter than all the darkness that we find around us. We wonder if the light in us is brighter than all the darkness around us. One of the difficulties people have with the idea of the kingdom is that it doesn't appear to be in place quite yet. The world seems to grow farther and farther away from God day by Day. And as a result, it's easy to live for the here and the now, as if this present life is all that matters. But my friends, don't 
Let your temporary situation, your temporary struggle today limit your vision into the spiritual realm today. Don't let it hinder what God is trying to do in your life. Don't allow your belief in, the, in what's going on to hinder your very real belief in Jesus Christ. Don't allow that to sideline yourself today. Don't allow it to sideline your, your hopes today. Don't be sidelined by the the temporary power of sin for a season. The hope of the kingdom is that there is far more to life than what we see right now. Jesus made extraordinary promises regarding this future kingdom, not only for Israel, but for all who would follow him as king. The kingdom may not yet be fully completed, but it has been established and will last forever. And it gives peace and comfort right now to all of us here on planet Earth. Amen. We can find all that we need to overcome through Jesus Christ today in his kingdom right now. Amen. Our expectations then are built in faith. And our foundation is on the solid rock, Jesus Christ. We no longer, no longer live simply for the here and the now. We are living for the now and the not yet. Amen. When I change my allegiance to his kingdom, it's so much easier to change my expectations. All of a sudden, it's so much easier to fix my eyes upon the Lord, to set my plan and focus upon him, to know that the king, that he still has a move. Amen. Turn to someone and tell them, hey, I believe that my king still has a move. I believe that right now. Would you celebrate that with me and believe that together that Jesus Christ is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Amen. 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 When all of this happens, that's when I will change my values. When this occurs, that's the moment that I will change my values. What does it mean to live like a Christian? Well, it means that there is an alignment between what we say and how we live. To be a Christ follower means that I've got to live differently. Why? Because Jesus Christ is living inside of me. To identify with Jesus means I, I identify with a kingdom set of values. There's an alignment where our words, actions, thoughts, and life line up with how we do business on a daily basis. And that our money, that it matches what we say and the way in which we believe today. That our culture's values of achievement, success, independence, and image. Culture, it changes over time. Values, they often change with passing trends. But the values of this heavenly kingdom I'm preaching about today, it's reflected in what matters to the king, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus described many kingdom values in Matthew chapter 3, chapter 5, verse 3. This Sermon on the Mount is known as the Beatitudes. In Matthew 5, in verse 3, it reads, Blessed are the poor in spirits, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
Blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Kingdom people adopt kingdom values. They make hard choices that often reflect those values in their jobs, families, in their communities. Kingdom people know their king still has a move. And they live by kingdom principles to possess kingdom promises. And so today we are called to live out his kingdom today. The king still has a move. The question is, are we ready for the move? By all means, don't allow our struggles to convince us that the king doesn't see us today. No, the king has an answer for your circumstance. The king has an answer for your dilemma, your problem. You can take it to him in prayer. And we serve a God who is faithful and just. And God does have the power over all things today. He spoke the world into existence. He loves you with an undying love today. He cares about you. One day everyone will recognize who is both king and savior. The king still has a move. Amen. And Jesus is here, right here, right now. And he wants to transform your life. He wants to transform your circumstance today. Amen. Here's what we need to know. Jesus He's not going to force himself to be king over anyone, no. But make no mistake, Jesus is king over everything today. And so now we do have this choice to recognize him, to recognize him as king or choose not to follow him. The king is here today and he is standing, amen, in perfect harmony with his word, amen. He's got a move today that will blow our minds. The question is, will we as his people, will we as the people of this earth surrender to the Lord, repenting of our sin? Will we give our life over to Jesus? He's calling us to exchange our expectations, our values, for a heavenly land, a heavenly kingdom that will bring us perfect peace, hope, and joy. We're going to pray. I'd like for every one of us to search our hearts, amen, and pray God's will be done right now in our circumstance and in our lives. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you, God, for all that you're about to do in every life, in every circumstance. Right now, Lord, we surrender to you. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Today, we turn our lives over to you. We repent of our sin. Transform us now, God, from the inside out. We give ourselves to you. We give ourselves away to you. We want you to be Lord and King in our life. We know you still have a move. 
move and you're able to do great things in our life. And so today we lay our concerns at the altar. We lay our concerns, Lord Jesus, at the feet of Calvary. We believe in your power, your resurrection power to be made real in our life right now. In Jesus' name, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Jesus, today we forsake our kingdoms and we're following after you. We're following after your kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen. If you surrendered your life to Jesus, would you let us know? Would you go to our website? Fill out a connect card. Let us know how we can connect with you. Perhaps get you in a Bible study. Perhaps baptize you in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. We would love to pray with you to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost evidence with speaking in tongues. We believe that God has a work for you. God has a plan for you. The King still has a move and God wants to do a great work in your life. Would you right now reach out to the Lord in your own way? Would you surrender your life to Jesus and say, God, here is my all. I surrender it. I give it all to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And amen.